The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's IP vanish.com slash sgp and of course make sure to check out our brand new discord server it's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire sgp and crew just go to sports slash discord welcome to a longer wider field this chad johnson he's got it and ocho cinco has touched Welcome to the Waggle. Think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Hey, thank you, man. He just got a tip from a fan. That's it, center to go back to the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. That's right. It is the CFL Gambling Podcast episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This is the DFS show where we break down our favorite DFS plays of the week for your DFS contest in the CFL he is CFL Jim. I am Rod Gomez. Jim, welcome back, buddy. I'm, I'm anxious to talk about some DFS with you tonight. I'm so hyped to talk DFS. I had a great week last week. I'm ready to keep this train going. I've had at least, every week I've at least won one or two lineups. It's beautiful. Feeling good. Yeah. I mean, and we've really hit on some good value. We've hit on some good plays. Uh, I know that uh, Dalton Schoen has been your absolute and favorite friend over the last few weeks. That guy is money. He's money, and he's still getting priced like he's not. I look, we're not, this is, we are here to exploit <laughs> that, right? And just the craziness about it. And and we've said it before, and, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it seems like CFL DFS is always the last to be priced correctly. There's players that are still either priced way too high or way too low as the season progresses. So, look, if if there's a place to win money, it is CFL DFS, guys. And if you haven't started, if this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. You're going to make some money over the course of the next few weeks. I'll tell you that because there is some serious disadvantages or advantages for you, disadvantages for the DFS sites in, in what we suggest. So, again, if you're new to the show, Jim and I, every week, we give you our favorite plays at each position. We'll give you one a piece, a quarterback that we like a piece, a running back, a wide receiver, a flex play, and a DST. Uh, and we'll walk you through the steps and, and help you build one of our favorite lineups. Jim usually has three or four, uh, which, you know, listen, man, spread the love. I'm probably going to have, man, I'm going to have a lot this week. <laughs> I didn't have very many last week. I'm, I'm making up for it this week. I'm feeling the juice is flowing. 
got to love it. It's Thursday night football that we begin with, and it is Winnipeg, Montreal. Moves into Friday night where Calgary takes on Ottawa and the nation's capital. And then on Saturday, it's a doubleheader. Hamilton takes on Toronto, and then Edmonton takes on BC to kill off week nine in the CFL. But Jim, why don't we get everybody started on our favorite DFS plays, and we'll start where we always do, at the quarterback position. Who are you looking at this week? I'm actually so I've been I've been getting higher and higher on him week in and week out, and I think against a team like Toronto, Dane Evans has a lot of value, especially for the price that you're seeing him at eighty five hundred. I thought I'm probably going to have a lineup with Nathan Rourke because I think they can go off against the Elks again, but I think Dane Evans against a Toronto team who we know still nothing about, in my opinion, and a Hamilton team that seems to be on the rise. I like Dane Evans, and it's a nice cheaper option that you can get some good stacks with as well. Yeah, Dane Evans has been quietly a quarterback that has been good, albeit inconsistent for the most part too. It's not been a lot of consistency, but when Dane Evans is on, Dane Dane Evans is on, and I've said it before on on this show and the betting show, Dane Evans is the reason why Jeremiah Masoli is in Ottawa right now is because they felt like they had a good enough quarterback in Dane Evans that they could move on from an injury-prone Jeremiah Masoli, and boy, Ottawa's seeing that play out right now, although this injury was not necessarily Masoli's fault this time around. Uh, not that any injury is anybody's fault, but you know what I'm saying. Like, this is this is one that, that was really brought upon. But anyways, Dane Evans in Hamilton is the guy. He, he helped them get to the Grey Cup last season. They liked him enough. They brought him on. So, I mean, I don't hate the play here. And, and like you said, they are taking on the Argonauts, who just made Caleb Evans look like a, a fantastic quarterback last week. Uh, and if you're giving me Dane Evans that has actually got some some CFL tread on his tires, I'll take that. Yeah, it's just, this is a play of, I don't know what to do with Toronto, and I feel like Toronto games can turn into shootouts. Their defense doesn't impress me very much. And the offense for Hamilton has been getting better and better. Like, Dane Evans, while inconsistent, has been improving, I feel, especially the last two weeks, has been looking way better. Yeah. And the scores have proven. I mean, they they won against Hamilton 24-17. to 17. Uh, They only scored 12 against BC, but, I mean, BC is tough anyways, and we talked about their defense a lot. Scored 25 against uh, Ottawa. You know, they, they've been putting up some pretty decent numbers of points, and Dane Evans has been a large part of that. So, again, I, I don't hate the play. Look back at some of what he's done over the last few weeks. Uh, he gave you 12 points against Montreal, 17 against BC, 24 against Ottawa, like we had just said. So, Solid days that he's been putting together at his price point. Love it. Uh, and and again, we're chase, We're not going to really chase after. Yeah, you, you probably should put some Nathan Rourke lineups out there. He's at $12,500. so expensive. At a $50,000 budget, you're giving me day, uh, Nathan Rourke at, at $12,500. That's, That's a hard pill to swallow. It's that and the fact that if you go with Nathan Rourke, I feel like... You're going to want him stacking with James Butler, but James Butler's so overpriced. Like, he's great, but he hasn't given you the production of a number one running back week in, week out. Why wouldn't you just go down? And we'll talk about that later, but like, ugh. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, so, so way too pri- I mean, it just hurts because then you really have to search for value. And in CFL lineups, value is, is, is very difficult to find sometimes. Uh, because of, we talked about the pricing differences in in the lower lower tier of the of the thing, not necessarily where we live, but even below that in the in the almost bargain bin of it, you really can't get hardly anything out of it. So, 
Um, all right, for my quarterback, I'm going to go. I've, I've gone Zach Kalaros a lot on this show, and for good reason. I mean, the guy has definitely given you everything he's got week in and week out. He gave you 27 points last week. He gave you 23 points two weeks ago, 24 a couple of weeks before that. Like, he, he's produced solidly. Did you did you notice last week, by the way, that DraftKings was like glitching during the games? And it was hilarious to me because like I had Zach Kalaros in a lineup and it's like you have 205 <laughs> fantasy points in a CFL game. Holy cow. I didn't notice. I was like, that. what the hell happened? <laughs> Zach Kalaros throws for 1000 yards. It had Zach Kalaros and Dalton shown. I think it's Zach Kalaros that had listed as like. It gave him nine rushing touchdowns in a kid in the game. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but I'll accept it for now. DraftKings, I mean, a DFS guy is falling asleep at the wheel. That's hilarious. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit lower this time. I'm actually gonna go with Trevor Harris at $8,400 for the Montreal Alouettes. Trevor Harris. Again, I have a soft spot for him because he was uh, Ottawa Red Black and a damn good one at that. I mean, I don't feel like he got the the full love that he should have gotten down there in Ottawa. But he's quietly been doing great things for you at his price point. He is $8,400. Last week against Hamilton, he gave you 19 points. Two weeks before that against Ottawa, his old team, he almost gave you 30 points. He gave you 29 points. He was priced at $8,200. Against Edmonton, his other old team, Gave you 15 points. He was priced at $8,200. He's giving you about the production as a as a Bo Levi Mitchell, as you know some of these other guys that are out there. In fact, he's out out producing Bo Levi Mitchell, and Bo Levi Mitchell is $9,300. So I'm going to take a step back and and give you a value quarterback. Honestly, in Trevor Harris, he's going against Winnipeg, right? And and Winnipeg we know is a monster. So he's going to have to do something throwing the ball to keep up with Winnipeg at the very least. Maybe not to keep up with the score, but just to keep up with that Winnipeg offense. And I like Trevor Harris in this position. I feel like his number of attempts this game is going to be nuts. I like the play quite a bit. I like the value. Similar price point to where I have Dane Evans. I I also feel like just Montreal games in general tend to get to turn into shootouts. And he's Trevor Harris is usually the cheaper quarterback you're going to get. And the value is just there. It's great. Yep. I'm I mean, definitely going to have a lineup with some Trevor Harris. And it unlocks so much for you to, to be able to kind of spend up at some of the receiver positions as well. Uh, but we're not on receivers right now. Let's talk about some running backs and where your head is at as far as the running back position, Jim. I went for the highest floor, in my opinion. I went with Kadeem Carey for Calgary. It's just he's consistently getting you in those high teens to the 20s. His ceiling is great. His floor is great. He's going against a team that is like, yes, the defensive line of Ottawa scares me, but it scares me more for like Bo Levi Mitchell to get sacked a lot. I think Carey's still going to get his in the screen game. I think he'll get his in the short passes, and I think he'll get you that floor because he's just going to get a lot of touches, especially if Calgary gets up at all. They're going to try and run the hell out of him. I like that. I like that a lot. In fact, that's that's really where my head is at too. And and I would give Carey out as a, a, a double lock, uh, although I'll give you another name. But yeah, Kadeem Carey, you know, you saw him play last week and I love it because his son was calling out the, the he was actually introducing the team on the field. And 
it, so you know when you watch player interviews, and I know this has nothing to do do with DFS, but I love the game of football, and I love stories like this where you know you you watch these guys and they get interviewed and they walk through all of the the to speak. You know, oh yeah, we go out there, we give it. But boy, when the announcer asked him about his son, that dude's face lit the hell up, and I love seeing that kind of stuff because that just makes him a human being, and he loved talking about his son. He loved saying, "Yep," and then he gave touchdown balls to his kids out there. I mean, I, yeah, there's not much to dislike about Kadeem Carey. Exactly. And especially I feel when it comes to running backs in the CFL, generally week in and week out, there's three major options. And then you're just throwing a dart at a value guy. Oh, 100. That, that's kind of what you got going with. Yeah. I mean, look, you think about it this way. James Butler, Kadeem Carey. And, and you used to be able to put Andrew Harris into that list every single week. Uh, maybe not so much now, which actually, to be honest with you, that is the name I'm going to give you this week, and that's Andrew Harris. Like, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like that. Like, he's also, his floor is a little bit lower, but he's shown flashes of being able to get up there, and it's just I just can't in good consciousness pick James Butler. I will pick almost anybody else. I will pick Harris. <sighs> I can't and also good conscience is pick Powell. He's no. still he's still too pricey for what you're getting. Yeah. I hate it. Guys, I love me some William Powell. You know that. I love the Red Blacks, but it's it's tough. You can't pick you can't pick Butler though at his price. He is eleven thousand dollars and last week he gave you ten points. The week before that he gave you fourteen points. Eight points the week before that. I mean his biggest game outside of that week one Edmonton game was the 29-point game against Ottawa. But other than that, he's he's broke double digits twice since then. I was going to say, and th- those are the only times he's made it over 20 points. At that price point, I want to be getting minimum 18 to 20. And he's not even breaking 10 half the time. Nope. And that's that's the thing. It's It sucks because he is a good running back, and he showed those flashes. And when he hits, boy, does he hit. But at $11,000, you can't take that. that, that uh, you just can't take that chance. So that's why I'm going with Andrew Harris at 98. I love that play, but I will also say if you're going to take Butler, he did have his best game against the Elks. The Elks defense is pretty bad. Maybe the game to take him, but you're going to have to make it work. You're giving up a lot if you're getting him, especially if you're doing like a Nathan Rourke, James Butler stack. You're giving up so much, it's hard to say that it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know that the points you're going to score can can justify that. He would need to have another like 40-point game. Easily, <laughs> easily, and Rourke would have to do the same. I mean, it would have to be exactly. he, he would have to complete every single pass that he has to James mm-hmm. Butler uh, to make that that possible. But going back to Andrew Harris, he actually had a fantastic game against the Riders in Week Seven, where he scored you twenty seven points. But you know, he actually did something good in, against Winnipeg, scoring you sixteen point four. Hamilton, good rush defense, but not necessarily the best either. And Andrew Harris. Again, if he's going to be, if this is the start of Andrew Harris doing good things, we've seen it in Winnipeg. We saw it play out in Winnipeg that he just became the offense. So um, I'm not expecting a gigantic day out of him. I will take a 20 point day from Andrew Harris at his price point uh, because, again, having Trevor Harris and Andrew, it's a Harris Harris show. Uh, that gives me some good good way to play around uh, as we get lower down into the the roster. So give me that. I definitely like the flexibility it gives you. It does. It's it's plenty. I mean, it's plenty of room. It's plenty of room to fit some good folks in, and we'll give you some of those names uh, when we come back and continue to break down 
our favorite plays of the slate. But as we always do, let's tell you about Win. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Stop thinking about it. Now is the perfect time because new customers like you who bet $100, you're going to get a $100 free bet. And if you bet baseball as well as CFL, as well as every other sport that's out there, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet MLB. Plus, the best part about it, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, folks, where you can get a 100% deposit bonus match up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The Spring Football Channel is in full effect over on our brand new Discord server. Get in there. Talk to me. Talk to Jim. Talk to everybody that's over there sweating bets and interacting with the entire SGPN crew in the Spring Football Channel. Not just there, but they've got... All the stuff, NASCAR, baseball, hockey, basketball, whatever you want to talk about, TV, movies, crypto, there's a bar. Come pull up at the bar and just talk and shoot it with us. Uh, And there's just all kinds of stuff going on right now on the SGPN Discord server. Get there. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. That Discord channel is where we do the majority of our talk about everything CFL, and uh, it's just a fantastic place to be in. And we continue to give out our favorite other plays other than the ones. You get exclusive plays in that channel as well. American football play. Hold on, so hold on. be prepared for that. Sorry, go go back and do that one. I'm sorry, I had you muted on accident. I didn't unmute you. All good. Okay. Uh, and I'm giving uh, an exclusive spring football DGen Discord North American parlay for the uh, the Hall of Fame game of the NFL and the CFL game that night. I'm I'm gonna do. I got a nice little nice little play there for both of them. God, Jim's about as DGen as it could possibly get. He is the true embodiment of the SGPN philosophy of DGens only. <laughs> it's about that sweat. It's about that sweat. Speaking of sweats, we're going to get a lot of it from the wide receiver position. It's just it, it's crazy to me because the receiver position in this league this season seems to be just as as backwards as it could get. A couple seasons ago, it was Kenny Lawler, it was Brandon Banks, it was Greg Ellingson and a lot of these guys aren't making the same noise that they were making before. And I'm sure we're going to give out a couple of players that actually are turning heads and really just making names for themselves. You know who my first wide receiver is, though? You, you, you named him. One of the names that you gave. It is Kenny Lawler. I'm spending up. I'm getting Kenny Lawler. Since Taylor Cornelius has come in the lineup, he's improved each and every single week. He's his favorite target by far. And in a game against BC that I feel is going to be a shootout that Edmonton wants to be competitive in because week one, they just got lambat. They just got left in the dust. This is going to be much more competitive game. Kenny Lawler is going to be a huge factor in that. I expect a lot of targets towards him. 
And I think BC's defense may be a little propped up after last week. I think Saskatchewan's offense is kind of in shambles at the moment. That's kind of like a paper tiger defense for BC. I think Edmonton can take advantage here. And I think Kenny Lawler is going to be a huge part of this offense. And look, Kenny Lawler didn't do that bad either in week one. He had five catchers for 72 yards in that game. And that, you know, that was a game where they were getting completely eaten up. So you're absolutely right. Over the last couple of games, seven catches against Winnipeg, seven catches against Montreal, 98 yards at Winnipeg, 92 yards in Montreal. Like it, it just, and a touchdown. Yeah, Kenny Lawler seems to be finding his groove. And you can see the confidence on his face now, or just in his persona. Oh, he's feeling himself. He's feeling it now. Yeah, and that's and that's the that's the power of Kenny Lawler, and that's what the Bombers knew they had in him, and that's why he was such a gigantic get for Edmonton. And now, now you're right. He's got the quarterback. I think that can make him flourish. So, yeah, ten thousand three hundred. It's a lot, but you're gonna get something for it. Dave Evans helped me help me purchase Kenny Lawler. I also. I will say I have an extremely cheap play again in the flex position. I mean, that's that's what you need to do in situations like that. Uh, all right, I'm going to give you a name that's not necessarily quite as popular because it's on a team that has one win. Hey, finally getting a win. Quietly. Big, big ups to the Red Blacks again. Thank you. Thank you. That was a, oh man, I, we needed that win so <laughs> bad we did. Uh, but look, he's high priced up on this slate, but he has been all season long. And finally, just finally now, it seems like he's falling into that. And that's Jalen Acklin of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Last week against Montreal, he had five catches, 133 yards, good for 21.3 points. The week before that, against Hamilton, six catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown, good for 26.8. Caleb Evans and him are finding the rhythm that we were hoping for Masoli and him to find when they were both in Hamilton. But look, Ottawa has had fantastic receivers for a very long time, whether it was uh, Brad Sinopoli, whether it was Greg Ellingson, um, wherever you want to go back to, they've had fantastic receivers. Jalen Acklin seems to be the this generation's, I say generation, but this iteration's uh, Greg Ellingson. You know, he's able to get deep. He's able to, to run the, the good routes. He makes the good catches, good yards after catch. Uh, Jalen Acklin's the real deal. And for me, in this game against Calgary, they're going to need to lean on their number one receiver to keep up with Calgary. And I like Jalen Acklin's position, and I like what he brings to the table. I like the play. I think he be, could be a good stack as well. Um, he's kind of on that tier of receivers where he's under, he's under the like the the ten thousand mark. I like it. It he gives you a lot of what the guys above him give you for not nearly the price point, and that's a huge factor for him. It's a gigantic factor for him. And again, it's it's a good tournament play because I don't know that a lot of people, they're probably going to look at his price. They're going to look at the fact that he's on Ottawa. They're going to look at his 16.6 fantasy points per game and say, yeah, I'm okay. I'm going to pay for you know somebody else, like a lucky whitehead or somebody. They're going to pay up for somebody like that. So yeah, give me, give me Jalen Acklin. Love it. Love that play. All right. It's also nice to be a little homer sometimes. Get your red blacks in there. That's all I got. I mean, I look. I got to get one right. And we just talked about William Powell not necessarily being the guy. Uh, but yeah, I'll take I'll take at least one of them, and that's Jalen Acklin. So, uh, all right, let's move on to the flex position. Jim, who are you looking at for your flex? 
So I don't want to give out a player that I've given out so many times before. So like obviously Dunbar's an option. Cam Phillips is a good cheap option. I'm going to say I need to get some of this BC Edmonton game. I want to get a bunch of it. I didn't have a ton of money, but I spent up a little bit. I went with Javon Katoy. I think he's a good factor of this BC team. He's a good weapon. He gets a decent amount of targets. He's getting around like four to five targets per game. It feels like, like, I feel like he'll give you that 16, that 15 floor. The worry is he could bottom out, but I just don't see that happening, especially against a team like Edmonton. I see him kind of going close to what his ceiling, getting close to that 20-point mark, and I, that's what I want from him. I just, I need, in every lineup, I at least want a little piece of this BC-Edmonton games, specifically on the BC side. So we talked about the receivers for for BC, and we talked about the fact that, you know, Javon Katoy is is there, Dominic Rimes is there. Like, there's a lot to go around, but Nathan Rourke is also the guy that can get a lot of guys the ball. And you know that one of them is going to have a solid day, and then the other ones are going to actually have decent fantasy days as well. So, you know, I, I like taking any of these guys. And I like Katoy because Katoy's always been... We talked about pricing not catching up to folks, and, and Katoy's been one of those guys where I don't think the pricing is actually caught up to what he's actually capable of doing week in and week out. So, um, you know, you can kind of sneak in a 57. Look, all he's done for you this season is give you double-digit fantasy performances other than two games. He gave you 16 points against Saskatchewan, 11 points against Hamilton, 11 points against Winnipeg. All of these... We're at about five thousand dollars, so he's at least doubling up. That's the thing. So, like, if I'm gonna get a, if I'm gonna spend up for someone like Kenny Lawler, who I think is gonna be a major factor in this game, if I'm gonna get like a carry as my running back, and I still want a piece of this BC offense, I'm gonna go for the cheap receiver who's still gonna give me a good number. Absolutely, and that's that's kind of what you're gonna have to do, especially if you're paying up for all these people. So. Um, I like to play. I, I do because I, Katoy was a guy that I was on a couple of weeks ago as well, and and he didn't disappoint. I mean, he, he didn't have the fantastic day that I hoped he would because uh, that was Dominic Grimes' big day, but I'll still take a solid 11-point performance out of him uh, on a mm -hmm. week where I needed it. So, uh, All right. Uh, I'm going to move to Toronto, and you talk about wanting to, a piece of these games. Um, I, I want Curly Gittins Jr. It's crazy because this is almost like a... Um, a play that you're you're not necessarily chasing points, uh, but you're kind of chasing points. I mean, last week against Saskatchewan, he 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 blew up by all rights and accounts. Eight catches, 152 yards, and a touchdown. Clearly, his best game of the season. Good for 32 points. Before that, he only had eight points, but he also had 11 points against Winnipeg, 12 points against Montreal, uh, and he's going up against the Thai Cats. Where you know, again, we're not really sure what Toronto's got. But they do love them, some Curly Gittens Jr. He is a Canadian receiver. They do love the fact that he clears up some ratio opportunities for him. Again, he's a good story all around. He's at 7800 kind of pricey for a flex play. But, I, I, you know, the opportunity is there for Gittens to sort of, he showed that he can do it last week. Now there may look a little bit more his way uh, in the coming weeks to try to get him more involved because up until then, you know, he had eight catches last week. He had four the week before, five the week before that, six in Montreal. So he's getting he's getting the catches. Now the yardage will probably have to follow for him to, to be able to return value. But um, that's a name that I don't think a lot of people are going to be on because a lot of people don't remember Curly Gittins Jr. <laughs> it's basically just a, a name that's not sexy 
and it's definitely not one that's high on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, I definitely don't see a ton of people picking him up, especially against a team like Hamilton, but he's going to get you points, and he's you're paying for a decent amount, but I feel like, especially against the Saskatchewan, get like those games against Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, they've been targeting him more, and I feel like the main thing you want with these receivers is just a shitload of targets, and he's going to get them for you, and he always has the chance to go off. He does, and that's the thing. that we're, You're chasing the upside for Curly Gittens because he did come off, like I said, a career day last week, and so those are the types of, of morale boosts that you're kind of looking for in these players, especially in the in the bottom of the barrel to try to get them to, you know, to, to succeed next week. And I'll take 15, 16 points out of him. I'm, I don't care. That's, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I, I like the move. All He's right. going to get you at least 15, I think. I, I would hope so. I mean, he's been getting you about 11 every time he steps out on the field, so why not uh, four more if against a team like Hamilton who, again, Toronto needs to prove something to, to maintain first place because this is basically for first place in the East. So it's a big game for them. but Huge. Huge. Huge game. Uh, all right, let's move on to the DST. What are you looking at this week for the defense? I had a little bit left over, and... I know we talked about it, and I know you just hyped up your boy, but I'm actually going to take the Hamilton defense. I think they could be real scary hours here. Um, I think I think against a team like Toronto, they can create a lot of havoc. They can get some picks off. They can get some rushes, and uh, it's just a nice little play. I, I There's one other team that I would play. I, I'm only really looking at either the Ticats are one other team, but I don't want to, I don't want to potentially steal them from you. Uh, yeah. You don't want to steal the Argonauts from me. Cause I'm going on the other side of that one. What was it the other be one? A very messy game. That's what I'm saying. Like there could be a lot of, of just, just nastiness to go around and look Toronto's defense as it were right last week against Saskatchewan, 14 points the week before against Saskatchewan, 19 points against Montreal earlier in the season, 10 points. So they've had, Double-digit fantasy point days, at least more often than not. So, I don't, I don't really need them to do much for me, to be honest with you. Because a lot of defenses, they're not doing much for you week in and week out. They're very right around the nine point, eight point range more weeks than not. So, I'm going to give one that I don't think is going to lose points this week. Uh, and so, especially at forty two hundred dollars, it gives me a little bit of room to play with a couple of of guys that I'm looking at here. Uh, for my my to fill out my rosters, but yeah, again at at uh, forty two hundred dollars, yeah, I, I think I'll take the Argonauts on that. And then you said what was the other team that you were gonna? My other one was gonna be Ottawa, just because that defensive line creates so much havoc, and against a guy like Bill Levi Mitchell, um, they could get him off his rocker and kind of throw him off his his game. And kind of, I feel like sacks are always on the table for him, and they're always priced on the bottom half so that you get just you get your money's worth every time with this red blacks defense exactly um i'll throw out one bonus for you though as well and and take a look at nick dembski um as a as a flex receiver that not not a dst i just want to throw out a, fl- a player that i can't fit into my lineup uh but i want you to look at and that's nick dembski at seventy seven hundred dollars he has been a rock star. He runs the ball. He, he catches the ball. Last season, he just did everything for them. He was a Swiss Army knife. And now with Kenny Lawler gone, uh, Nick Dembski is basically the guy. And he came back last week and had a fantastic week in, in week eight uh, before, you know, after he just came back. Seven catches, 69 yards, two touchdowns. 
Nick Dempsey's back. Just make sure you take a look at that because I love that guy so much. He's he did so much for me the last few seasons in fantasy, and I, I feel like he's just going to continue to do that as well, right? I think so. He very well could. I think they just need a. He's just the weapon guy. He is the weapon guy. Um, all right, we're going to step away for a break, come back on third down, and we're going to give you our favorite lineups of the weekend. But before we do, and as we always do, we want to ask you, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all sorts of other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. And you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com and use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All of the... All of the spreads, all of the money lines, all of the over-unders for yesterday's CFL Gambling Podcast were produced by Odds Trader. It is a new sponsor to us, but it is an absolute godsend for me as a handicapper. Why? Because I get all of the books laid out in front of me all on one Page. I don't got to click around to 15 different tabs anymore. I don't have to slow my computer down having every single book open on all kinds of pages on my browser. No, I got it all now on Odds Trader. Do I want to know what the spreads totals across four or five different books are? Easy. Go to OddsTrader.com. Now I can find them all. Do I want to know what all the over-unders are? Absolutely. Go to OddsTrader.com. And not only that, but they have got all kinds of tools for me to use as well. They show me the records of them against the spread, the teams against the spread. They show me the past results of these teams. They show me head-to-head matchups against the teams. It is an insanely useful tool for you if you want to get into your own handicapping or if you just want to keep track of all the bets that you make because you can do the bet tracker there and it allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Listen, if you do one thing after you leave this podcast, make it going to Odds Trader. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire will literally change your life. Odds Trader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. All right, Jim, we are at the point now where we will lay out some of our favorite DFS lineups of the slate. So much to choose from still, uh, but let's go ahead and lay it out for everybody. What, what's one of your favorites? Okay, okay, here we go. So I'm going to give out the lineup of the guys that I kind of talked about. So I had Dane Evans as a quarterback, so I'm giving out my Dane Evans lineup. 
Dane Evans. Carey is my running back. Kenny Lawler, Katoy, Stephen Dunbar Jr. is the stack with Evans, and then Cam Phillips to cheapen it out, and then I kind of punted on the defense, I'll admit. I went with the Alouettes. Uh, I just, I needed the, I needed the money. Uh, nothing it was either wrong. them or the Elks, and I'm not touching the Elks. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punking out a little bit on that. You got Again, you got to save somewhere, right? And D- DST, it doesn't necessarily win you weeks more often than it loses you, but hopefully they just stay above the zero line for that. So um, I love it. Okay, I will give you my favorite lineup that I have built. It is the Harris Brothers, no relation, Trevor Harris at quarterback at $8,400. Andrew Harris at running back at $9,800. Give you Jalen Acklin at wide receiver at $9,900. I'm going to throw in the Manny Show at $4,500 of the Edmonton Elks. He is you know, playing against his old team, and he's going to have a lot to say about that and try to basically show up and, and prove to the fans in BC that he is still the receiver that they used to know and love. Uh, and you look back even, I mean, he didn't have a big day uh, against BC in the first one, but he actually had nine points for you last week. So at forty at $4,000, I'll take, you know, a, a couple of double up there for his price. Then I gave you Curly Gittins Jr. Uh, I'm going to round it out. I'm going to go with a, a two wide receiver set for the Red Blacks, and I'm going to give you Nate Bahar. Nate Bahar is $4,800. I, I see a double-digit fantasy point game in his in his uh, future. He's had nine points the last two weeks, but he had 14 the week before that. He's had 16 also against the Blue Bombers in week two. Just one of those unsung Ottawa Red Black receivers. I think they're feeling themselves. I think Caleb Evans is starting to settle down. He'll find the Bahar a couple more times in that game and give you double-digit fantasy points. Then I rounded it out with the Toronto Argonauts at DST. Leaves you about $600, and that's uh, that's where I'm at for my lineup. I like it. It's a good one. I am I will also be posting so many more lineups in uh, in the Discord. Yeah, keep an eye on that Discord, folks. That is, that is where you will find tons of exclusive plays. So, um, yeah, man, look, this is going to be a fun slate. Like I said, there's a lot of games where – in the betting aspect of it, we're difficult because a lot of these favorites were, were pretty much on to win. There's not a lot of wiggle room in this. Uh, but as far as DFS is concerned, none of that matters. As long as you can catch passes and throw passes and, and get yardage, uh, you could still have a good day regardless of your team losing, right? Exactly. That was my one solace when the Rough Riders were falling away losing, getting embarrassed on the field. At least I could take solace in that. My fantasy teams were doing good. Uh, And we hope your fantasy teams continue to do good as well. Uh, Jim, as we wrap things up and tell everybody good night, why don't we uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, all over, at XFL Jim on all social media. Uh, I'm 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 doing a cooking live stream on Friday after the CFL game, so be be aware. I'm I'm grilling. I'm doing the test run tomorrow. We'll see if I can get like all the equipment to work, and then I'm gonna give her a shot Friday night. I'm pretty sure you're gonna be talking about that in the Fat Guy Food Aisle on Discord, so we will make sure to get in there. Oh, yeah. And talk with you about all of that. Uh, Go back, listen to the Gambling Podcast. Uh, It is yesterday's show. If you want some betting angles, you still got time. The games don't start till Thursday. And look, we've talked about this before. 
just because you miss out on Thursday, there's still Friday, there's still Saturday, there's still plenty to bet on. So that, don't worry about missing it if you miss it on Thursday. You can come back around. And also these picks, uh, usually good for the head-to-heads, usually good for some showdowns as well. Uh, yeah, the prices are going to be a little different than we talked about, but these plays, we stand behind whether they're showdowns, whether they're you know tournaments on Thursday or whatever they are, we definitely like them. So. Find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find this show on the SGPN app. Get in that SGPN Discord. Tell Coach Leach we said hi. Level up. Have some fun with us. And, uh, you know, just continue to enjoy this CFL season. Enjoy the weekend of the CFL. We hope it's profitable. We hope you win some money. Until next time, everybody, enjoy your football and let it ride.